0: Every day, I meet people who are sick and frightened and in a difficult situation, many of whom have done nothing to deserve that. We meet, smoke, we meet uh, people with lung cancer who never smoked a day in their life. Oh we meet people with heart disease who are running marathons and are vegetarian. Whoa. So it's not that life is always fair or equitable. Um, Sometimes people get dealt a very bad hand and when you see it again and again and again, each day you touch wood and you say to yourself, dear God, thank you for giving me another day that I'm feeling well and I can get up and I can go to work and I can contribute and I can give back.
1: Today with me we have John A. Chbeck, MD. He is a board certified is board certified in general surgery and cardiovascular surgery. He received his MD from Rogers University and has been in private practice in Paramus, New Jersey for 16 years. Dr. Chbeck is also a successful entrepreneur. He is the founder and chief medical officer at Chewbeck Medical Group. Founder and managing member of Allen Hill LLC and the nutraceutical company Biosupport MD. He is the recipient of the Patients' Choice Award and Compassionate Doctor recognition, amongst many other honors. He is a member of the board of trustees as at Phillips Academy Charter School in Newark, New Jersey, and. Exceptional school, an exceptional school where underprivileged children receive an outstanding education. He's also the author of Make Your Own Damn Cheese. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the book and also about how it relates to gratitude. John, welcome
0: to the Gratitude Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It's a real thrill. This is a a favorite subject of mine, so I I look forward to a good conversation. Awesome,
1: awesome. So firstly, let us know a little bit more about the book.
0: Well, Make Your Own Damn Cheese um, just came out in May, and I'm very excited about it because it really comes from the heart. Um, It's sort of a cute fable about mice living in a maze, and it's, fashioned after the work of Dr. Spencer Johnson, who wrote the very well-known book, Who Moved My Cheese? Um, Dr. Johnson's unfortunately no longer with us. But that book had a great impact on me in my life at a time where I was making some professional changes. And um, I would say 20 years later, having done a lot of personal development study and uh, growth, I um, felt I had something to add to that discussion and conversation. And I wrote Make Your Own Damn Cheese, which is largely about the human mind and how it functions uh, and how it is structured and how we can take um, full advantage of the mind once we understand it better and um, hopefully create the most um, pleasant and abundant. Um, lifestyle that we can for ourselves
1: beautiful beautiful i know that you have a very interesting perspective on happiness and satisfaction the fact that they are different and it's that it is important to be happy but never satisfied can you um, tell us a little bit more about this idea
0: yes well you know as i As I sit here at my um, desk in my office, I'm actually faced by a number of photos of of people who've inspired me. And um, each of them reminds me of this subject the subject of happiness versus satisfaction. For example, I have um, Sir Edmund Hillary and Thomas Edison and Pablo Picasso and Henry Ford and the Wright brothers, amongst others. And as far as I know, uh, and I've read quite a bit about all of these people. I've uh, I've uh, read autobiographies and biographies. I've watched numerous documentaries. As far as I know, they were all perfectly happy people. Um, but happiness is different than satisfaction. I think that most of them were driven, if not all of them, by a sense of dissatisfaction. In other words, um, I guess Edmund Hillary, the first man along with um, Tenzing Norgay to summit Mount Everest was not satisfied with the fact that nobody had done it. He wanted to test the limits of the um, physical uh, ability of a human being. And so he tried on several occasions to do something which n- numerous people had already, had already died doing. And he succeeded in climbing to the top of Mount, Mount Everest. Thomas Edison brought uh, light to the entire world, because he was dissatisfied with oil lamps and and candles. Um, Picasso brought modern art and cubism because he was dissatisfied with the status quo of uh, sort of realistic portraiture and Of course, the Wright brothers, my favorite example, two bicycle mechanics from Dayton, Ohio, brought mechanized flight to a world that, for thousands of years had been experimenting with that process and failed, but they were dissatisfied with automobiles and boats and horses and bicycles. And um, they were determined to fly. So this dissatisfaction is a creative state, all of these people. And there are thousands of examples and they're all around us in our everyday lives. This dissatisfaction is a very creative state and it makes one say to oneself, what can I do to, make things better, to make life better, more enjoyable, easier, serve others. And so that's that's my take on happiness and satisfaction. They're two different things. You should always be happy. You should really try to be happy every day of your life. But once you find that you're satisfied, I feel that you're less likely to be contributing what you, what you have the potential to contribute.
1: That's very interesting. And I totally agree with this perspective that the things that would be um, we feel dissatisfied with we seek solutions and we we look for ways to to make our life better but i'm really curious on um how you see this relating to gratitude
0: well i think it it all ties in you see you you mentioned something there which is a very healthy and very positive attitude toward dissatisfaction. But let's keep in mind, there are so many people, I would say the vast majority of people who are dissatisfied with their station in life or the status quo, and they don't do anything about it, except to complain, except to become bitter, except to become um, negative negative and point out all of the shortcomings of life, the shortcomings of the government, the shortcomings of their family, the shortcomings of their neighbors, the shortcomings of themselves. And they take almost some sort of sadistic pleasure in being very capable in pointing out all of the problems in the world, but they never take part in becoming a part of the solution. Gratitude comes into play, I believe, Number one, for those of us here in the United States, it's so simple. I mean, you get up every morning and you say, Dear God, thank you for allowing me to live in this great country. I mean, we all come from wonderful cultures from all over the world to get here, and we have our own rich histories and pasts. But I think it's hard to deny that America is the greatest nation in the history of the civilized world. And here we are with so much opportunity. All around us, Uh, public schools, public libraries, public transportation, private schools, private libraries, private transportation, It, it is here that one can really have the best chance of living out all of their most spectacular dreams. And so that's gratitude step number one for me as an American born and raised in this country is to never forget how blessed I've been to have that great opportunity. And when you look around the world in some of the um, less fortunate corners of the world, you really have to uh, thank your, your lucky stars or God or whatever it is that you personally believe in each and every day. And then, as you pointed out, turn around and take full advantage of it by taking action.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And that's why I asked you, because there are many people uh, that think that if we are grateful, that means that we become lazy, that we um, lack ambition, because if we are happy with our life as it is, if we are satisfied, if uh, if we are appreciative of it, we might not be motivated to to change things or to make things better but i think that there is a beautiful combination between being appreciative of the life you live also seeing the while also seeing the things that need to be improved and growing because growing is is an important part of who we are as humans right? Spend more time outside with fresh air in your lungs and healthier habits in your schedule by eliminating the hassle of prepping, cooking and cleaning up after each meal. Stress free eating is just one click away this spring. Factors delicious meals range from calorie smart keto protein plus to vegan and veggie and they're ready in just two minutes. and use code GRATITUDE50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's gratitude50 at factormeals.com slash gratitude50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription
2: is active.
0: Absolutely. I, I believe that we're here for a few essential purposes. And again, these are my personal beliefs, people can take them or, or, or leave them. But I believe that we're here, uh, first and foremost, for our fullest expansion and expression of ourselves. And in combination with that, to the service of others. These are the, these are the two pillars of my belief system. One is to be the best version of yourself that you can be, without harming anyone else or doing anything unethical or illegal, and two, is to put your energy into the service of others. These people that I mentioned, uh, Edison, Ford, the Wright brothers, etc., these are people who, who use their dissatisfaction to create something that was of great need and service to their fellow man and for humanity overall. So, those two things come together uh, beautifully. They dovetail beautifully. If you're going to be dissatisfied, but you can be happy and you're going to be quiet and you're going to not make waves, that's one thing. But if you're going to be dissatisfied and um, only use your unhappiness as a reason to complain and moan and groan that you've been shortchanged and you've been... um, uh, done wrong, then you're just a belly acre. I think that most of us have the ability and the opportunity to add something and if you if you focus on giving, I think you will be much more likely to receive in that process
1: that's beautiful that's beautiful, and I love the idea of being part of the change, being part of that world that you that you might be dissatisfied with but that you're working on improving and on making better and I think that's that's a beautiful part of the world to be on and uh, yeah I love that idea but I also wanted to ask you something like in your experience as a, as a surgeon um how do you like, did you have some experiences regarding gratitude that that you feel would be interesting to share?
0: Absolutely. You know, as I reflect on the many years of training and then uh, practice, every day as a physician and as a surgeon, uh, it's so obvious in front of your eyes that you need to be grateful for your good health. When you can get up out of bed in the morning and put your feet on the floor and stand up and prepare yourself for the day and go to work and contribute you're blessed this is this is a great great blessing in my field of general surgery and cardiovascular surgery having dealt with life-threatening heart disease and life-threatening uh, cancers of all kinds the lung the stomach et etc cetera, et cetera, every day I meet people who are sick and frightened and in a difficult situation, many of whom have done nothing to deserve that. We meet We meet uh, people with lung cancer who never smoked a day in their life. We meet people with heart disease who are running marathons and are vegetarian. So it's not that life is always fair or equitable. Um, Sometimes, people get dealt a very bad hand and when you see it again and again and again each day you touch wood and you say to yourself dear god thank you for giving me another day that i'm feeling well and i can get up and i can go to work and i can contribute and i can give back i meet people every day that a week before they felt fine they had no idea that they were sick now a week later they they are really in a difficult position and and you know, perhaps their life is at stake. So it's very tenuous. It's very fragile, this this beautiful life that we've been given. And we have to not only take care of it the best that we can, but appreciate each and every moment.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I can imagine that you you get reminded of that so, so often. And I can can help but wonder, How can you stay so positive in spite of all of these, um, all of this fear, all of this, um, I don't know, maybe negative energy that that can come your way?
0: Well, there are a couple of things. Number one is that I'm in the profession of making things better, making people better. So it's one of my favorite words, better. I feel that everybody can get better, no matter how well or poorly one is doing, everyone can get better. True right? A patient may have an incurable disease, but we still in modern times and modern medicine um, as physicians with all of our technology and so forth that we have available, almost always, even during that period of, of time, we can make people feel better. So you say to yourself, let me get up today and whatever my profession is, whatever my role in life is, let me help to make things better I think it I think it's a wonderful um, reputation to build when your friends and family the people who know you when they can give you that testimonial and say you know he or she is the kind of person that w- whatever they find they always leave it better than they found it mm-hmm. I mean that's a that's a wonderful thing so so that's the first part and the second part is I think that surprisingly to a lot of non-physicians and lay people, I think a lot of them believe that those of us in the sciences are all um, uh, without any spiritualism, let's put it that way, when I think in most cases that's not true. I think when you see people suffering, when you see people sick, when you see people who are in relatively hopeless situations, I think as a human being, it's hard not to develop your spiritual side and to believe that this life, this is, again, my personal belief. Mm-hmm. No one has to buy into it. I, I'm not here. You know, I'm not looking for any followers. I have no movement to join. These are just my, my beliefs. I believe we're, we're spirituals, spiritual beings living in a physical body and interacting with the material world. And this is one stage of a beautiful, eternal journey. So for those people who do have problems that are um, not correctable medically, I believe in my heart that there will be a a next phase for them and um, the journey will go on.
1: That's beautiful. And I love that. I, I, I love the fact that there are people like you you know that are there for people and that see things from this point of view and uh, are able to when when you see things from this point of view you're you're much um you're you're able to to give people hope and courage to to go on and i think that's that's very powerful and that's that's very beautiful because in those situations, most probably people don't see a way out. They don't see um, something positive, or um, they don't have a perspective that is really helpful. But the fact that you have this belief is—it's just amazing.
0: No, oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah,
1: like, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's very beautiful, and I, I'm really happy to know. And I'm, I'm certain that our listeners are also very happy to know that uh, there are people like you in the world and um, people that really care and really have that perspective that gives you courage and I think that's that's amazing but uh, going uh, further in our interview I would like to ask you about the millennial maze uh, how Young adults especially become trapped in the maze of their own fears. Can you explore this topic a little bit with me? Spend more time outside with fresh air in your lungs and healthier habits in your schedule by eliminating the hassle of prepping, cooking and cleaning up after each meal. Stress-free eating is just one click away this spring. Factors delicious meals range from calorie smart, keto protein plus to vegan and veggie and use code GRATITUDE50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's gratitude50 at factormeals.com slash gratitude50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active.
0: Absolutely. Well, you know, make your own damn cheese is all about this i mean it's a it's a it's a lighthearted title and kind of uh, makes people chuckle when they hear it and it's not a very big book it's less than 100 pages and it has numerous diagrams but the whole essence of the book is for one to understand these the three mazes which i which i outline and define and the and the main maze is is the physical maze it's the maze that we live within. And that's the floor of the maze and the walls of the maze. It's the real world, it's reality. And that includes school and taxes and jobs and work and all of those kinds of things. And then the second maze, essentially, is the maze that lives within our subconscious mind, what I call the paradigm, or our self-concept, how we see ourselves. And the ideas we've fallen in love with and believed in with regard to how we fit in that physical maze, where we stand in the world, and who we are in that world. And then, of course, the third maze is what I call the maze of happiness and freedom. And that's on the other side of something that I I call the, the terror barrier. And so, in order for one to live in a maze that they truly enjoy and they take splendor in and they take pleasure in one must first learn and understand about their own mind how it's structured how it functions and how they can take command of their mind once one does that then through the power of autosuggestion and Thinking uh, and positive thinking, one can begin to reset the subconscious maze to dictate actions which will then change the results that we're seeing in our life. So, for young people, I ask them to study personal development. I asked them to start with this book because this book refers to many other phenomenal teachers in this space, but realize that everything begins in the mind, this magnificent mind that we've been blessed with. And the mind is different than the brain as a, as a surgeon and as a physician. The brain, the brain is an organ. It's a physical organ like a kidney or uh, the heart. But the mind is different than the brain. The mind is more of an activity and once you understand the difference between the two and that you have the potential to master your own mind and that mastery will then lead to the creation of the lifestyle you really wish to lead this is a very empowering uh thing a really empowering concept
1: it really is and i i think it's one of the things that are I don't know fundamental to to how we are wired and how we how we work in this world, like the fact that we are able to um, choose where we focus and what we see in the world makes like a really big difference, like with gratitude when The situation in which we are in right now and for our listeners as well, if you're thinking about uh, your life right now, you might be thinking about the good things or the bad things. And the fact that we are able to focus through gratitude on, on those positives, it actually makes us look at our life in a different way. And life itself didn't change,
0: right? Absolutely, life I think has been essentially always about the same. Technology changes and things come and go, but I, you know, I was thinking uh, before our interview today about one of my favorite um, quotes regarding gratitude. It was from an eleventh-century Persian poet named Omar Khayyam, which most people have heard of, and Khayyam said be happy in this moment. This moment is your life. You see? So that's uh, a thousand years ago, 900 years ago. Oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. The poet was saying with no technology, with no television, with no internet, with no iPhone, with no connection largely to the outside world, With his magnificent mind, he was having the same feelings, the same thoughts, the same sense of introspection that people are doing today, and selling it as a new concept, new age ideas, that living in the moment, or this concept of mindfulness. Everybody thinks this is brand new. This is earth shattering. A thousand years ago, they were talking about this. And before, he said, I'm going to repeat it, be happy in this moment. This moment is your life. It's all that you have. The past is gone. The future is not here. and the future, we don't know if it's the coming. All you have is this moment. So find happiness in it. And hopefully be a little dissatisfied in it too, so that you can contribute and make something a little bit better.
1: <laughs> That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Actually,
0: let me share one, mother, yeah. one more thing, please, now that you reminded me. Because I love this, this thing that you brought up, this idea, that things have always been about the same. Mm -hmm. One of the people that I've studied over the years is Jim Rohn, who unfortunately is no longer with us, but he was a great contemporary philosopher, layperson's philosopher. And one of the things he said, I'll never forget. He said, be very cautious of people who claim to be selling you new fundamentals. There are no new fundamentals. He said, The person who claims to have new fundamentals is like the person who tells you he manufactures antiques for a living. (laughs) There are no new fundamentals. All of these ideas are going back thousands of years to all of the old texts from all of the old philosophies and religions from every corner of the globe. People who, who had no ability to interact or see each other or communicate with each other through this magnificent mind that we've been blessed with, we're having the identical thoughts in every corner of the globe. It's fantastic.
1: Exactly. And th- that's why I love gratitude. I've like gratitude and love for me were the two things that I was able to find in different cultures, in different um, religious beliefs that were at the core of what. At least in in my perspective, at the core of what um, the relationship with the creator is and the relationship with others as well. And yeah, I I totally believe that.
0: Absolutely. Think about you mentioned language and cultures. If someone wants to learn a new language, okay, just from the from the most basic element you want to learn Mandarin Chinese, the first thing you're gonna say is how do I say hello? how do I say goodbye? How do I say, how are you? How do I say please? And how do I say thank you? Yeah. Right? Exactly. In the, fir- in, the f- in the first five or six essential words in any language, you need to say, hello, how are you? What is your name? Please. Thank you.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: That That should tell us something about the the importance of this concept that you're committing your your life to investigating this idea of gratitude I mean it's essential it's at the core of who we are
1: exactly exactly. I love that I think it's it's a wonderful perspective and i honestly I didn't think about it, and I think it's it's very good and it's very uh important in in knowing who we are as human beings and what is important for us. And uh, like you said, language is a very beautiful way of understanding that culture and of understanding who we are as humans.
0: Yes, absolutely. I think the relationship between the people is everything. This planet, if we weren't here, would be a planet. It would be another uh, large sphere orbiting one of a million suns in the universe, and who would care? If we weren't here to care about it and about each other and about the animals and to be grateful for the sunshine and to be grateful for the fresh water to drink and to be grateful for uh, the birds singing in the trees, what difference would it make?
1: Spend more time outside with fresh air in your lungs and healthier habits in your schedule by eliminating the hassle of prepping, cooking and cleaning up after each meal. Stress-free eating is just one click away this spring. Factor's delicious meals range from calorie smart, keto protein plus to vegan and veggie and they're ready in just 2 minutes. Customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. Pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Also. Discover more than 60 add-ons every week like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. Head to factormeals.com gratitude50 and use code gratitude50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's gratitude50 at factormeals.com gratitude50 to get 50% off your first
2: box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active.
1: wow this is this is a really big perspective like taking it to a whole new level i love it i love it that's and it's so true when we think about it things only make sense when we are together, somehow, when we when we are able to appreciate the things, because the things themselves don't have much of a meaning, but the fact that we are able to to appreciate them, like the fact that the sun is rising, if there wouldn't be any people or uh, any beings on on Earth, it it wouldn't really matter. But for Absolutely. us, it's it's a miracle. It's something amazing
0: absolutely you know now you remind me of another it just happens to be another uh, quote from a, from an ancient uh, 14th century persian poet named hafez he said this is amazing that you remind me of this he said the sun after all of this time has still never said to the earth you owe me mm. in other words the sun is just being the sun. It's just shining. It's just there giving heat, giving light, giving life. It doesn't look for gratitude. It doesn't look for um, approval or thanks or recognition. It's just shining. And this is what I try to teach the people around me, my students, my children, that just shine not for what you may get. It's not a quid pro quo situation in this world. Just shine. Just do your best, be your best, and everything else will take care of itself. Now, on the opposite side, the earth is benefiting from that beautiful radiant energy that's coming from the sun. The people, as you say, who live on this planet love to look up in the sky and and, and bathe in the sun and feel the warmth on their skin and so on and so forth but it's not a quid pro quo and that's why in our lives we are so in love with those people who do things for us and treat us kindly when there's nothing in it for them it's it's sincere it's authentic and it's just the person they are your mother your father your good friends your spouse the, there there's there's no quid pro quo they are just shining like the sun and giving you warmth and hopefully you're doing the same for them and this is this beautiful relationship we're talking about
1: exactly and the thing is that however much we would love to be able to repay the sun for what it's been doing for us we cannot and i think that's a really interesting and beautiful relationship that we have with the sun, the fact that we are given something each and every day that we we can only feel gratitude for. And right. it's one of the reasons why I I also have um, the sun on as a logo for, for the podcast because it's... Oh, beautiful. It's I didn't realize great, that. Yeah, it's a great example of something that happens every day and we are given each and every day that we might not um be able to see every day but if that wouldn't happen like we wouldn't be here you know
0: exactly you know and to take that metaphor one step further in this very very interesting conversation i'm really enjoying myself i have to tell you to take that <laughs> Me metaphor so. one step further as you said the sun isn't asking anything from us but if it could I think the only thing that it would ask is that you do for someone else what I have done for you, right? The sun is already warm and brilliant and you don't need to shine on the sun. The sun, as, as a good teacher, for example, if you have a great teacher, a great professor in any area and they've shared with you what they know, it's oftentimes difficult to repay that favor and say, well, professor, let me teach you something about physics or uh medieval history no what that professor wants you to do is then go out into the world and share your knowledge with someone else someone who is in need of it and that's this beautiful relationship that human beings have that's so special exactly exactly
1: i i, I love i love this perspective and i think it's very empowering and very uh, generous you know like we feel that there is more than enough for all of us and that we can give to others from, from a place of abundance. And I think that's, that's a beautiful way of seeing life and of seeing what we are being given each and every day.
0: Right. And you, you remind me again, everything you say reminds me of something. It, the, the ancient texts from India, the Upanishads, they say, he took from abundance abundance and yet abundance remained in other words the source is limitless you can never take more than your share you never have to worry about taking more than your share the question is what are you going to do with it once you have it are you going to pass it along are you going to share it with others in other words since uh let's say um who is this uh guy from uh, amazon um
1: jeff uh, Jeff Bezos. Bezos
0: Jeff Bezos from Amazon he has let's say 150 billion dollars okay i check my bank account nothing is missing everybody's worried that because he became rich he <laughs> t- everybody else became poor he took it from the little guy I-, I don't know my bank account appears the same bill gates made 60 billion dollars my bank account is unchanged warren buffett made 40 billion dollars my bank account is un they're taking abundance from abundance and abundance remains the source is limitless people need to understand that one lesson that it's not like a pizza that gets cut in eight pizzas pieces and then it's all gone if you can tap into this philosophy and this understanding of how the universe works then you realize you can always take what you want again Ethically and legally, and so on and so forth, in the various aspects of your life personal relationships, financial, education, etc. And you're not harming anybody else. In fact, if you take those trappings that you've accumulated and then pass it along and share it and invest it in others, the world just becomes more and more beautiful.
1: Exactly. I love it. I love your perspective. And I think it's. Very refreshing and, and empowering. And um, I wanted to ask you, at the end of our time together, where can our audience uh, get in touch with you, see your work, uh, get your book?
0: Well, thank you. The The book is available on Amazon, of course, Make Your Own Damn Cheese by John Schubach. And it's also available in all of the Barnes & Noble brick and mortar stores and on their online site and i believe actually as of july 1st believe it or not it came out in more than 2000 write aids around the country which wow. they have they have a uh, i guess magazine and personal uh, development book center and so forth so it came it came out there just july 1st which we're very excited about and people can find me at com, and i'm on instagram as john chuback md and I'm on Facebook at Chewback Education. Beautiful. Thank you so much.
1: It was really a very pleasant conversation, and uh, I'm really happy to have had you on.
0: It was terrific, and I appreciate your time and your preparation. You really did such a fantastic, fantastic job. I'm really so impressed how how you really knew my work and were were prepared and. It means a great deal to me. I thank you so much for that.
1: My pleasure. Hey, gratitude seeker. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this interview. I really appreciate it. And if you could think of one person that would also benefit from it, share it with them. It might actually be the inspiration that they need to make their day or maybe even their life much better. Thank you so much once again. This has been Georgian Benta. Don't forget to keep seeking and spreading gratitude.